the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. KSLR is proud to feature our Church of the Week. Our desire is that you'll get to know the pastors and churches in our community and find a church you and your family can call home. Here's the host of the Church of the Week program, Director of Ministry Development, Micah Koop. Well, thank you for joining us today. You're listening to The Word in South Texas, AM 630 KSLR. And you're joining us for our Church of the Week feature where we get to sit down with a pastor from our city and uh, talk to them about what God's doing in their life, what God's doing in their church, and what God is doing in our city. And today we get to be here in studio with a a great friend of the radio station, uh, Pastor Paul David Daniel, who is the pastor of Spirit of Life Worship Center right here in San Antonio, Texas. And Pastor Paul, it's great to have you with us today. Praise the Lord, Micah. Glad to be here. Well, we... uh, We've certainly gotten to know you over the the last few years here. Uh, Pastor Paul's been uh, a guest of ours at our at our PAL events, and uh, most recently at our inaugural Women in Ministry events. So um, he's been at our Pastors Appreciations event. He's led worship for us. He's he's done a lot of stuff around here. Basically, you, you might as well we might as well just add you to the payroll and the, <laughs> and the staff because you, you've been been helping us out so much. But but we sure do appreciate his ministry and and what God's doing in his life and. Uh, he, he's got a church that, that's right here in town, Spirit of Life Worship Center. But before we get into all that, Pastor Paul, can you just give us a little bit of background on, on your history and, and who you are? Well, as you said, I'm Paul David Daniel. Uh, I was born and raised in Texas. Um, and I was born actually in Dallas, Texas, lived there uh, for most of my childhood. We moved to San Antonio when I was about 11 years old. My family, uh, my dad moved here to start a church. And uh, we've been calling San Antonio home ever since. Um, so that was when I was 11 years old. And uh, like I said, my dad came to start a church. And uh, when I was 12 years old, I got a drum set uh, for Christmas. And, Bet your mom was really happy about oh, that. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I was uh, told to keep it down quite a few times. <laughs> but uh, got into drumming and uh, started uh, drumming on the worship team for the church, uh, which was exciting. And it gave me a purpose. And uh, something, a way to kind of plug in uh, to my faith a little more as a child and um, started doing that. Um, and then probably uh, a few years later, I started to work on getting into the keyboards and started learning that. And so I just started getting into whole musical realm and, and so on. Um, at the age of 19, uh, I married my wife, Trina, uh, and we have uh, been married for 21 years now. We have three beautiful children, Elijah, Andrew, and Kayla, and um, just uh, just love life more so than ever, really. I mean, life is good. We're just enjoying uh, fulfilling the call of God on our life and, and doing what he's really instructed us to do, and uh, we're enjoying, enjoying ourselves. So, Well, that's great, Pastor Paul. Um, now, you mentioned something. Uh, at age 12, you were beginning to... Uh, <clears throat> to be involved in the worship team, but the call for you started very early in life. Tell us about your experience uh, in, in coming to the Lord initially. Yes, uh, I was eight years old when I gave my life to the Lord. I was uh, actually 
at that time we were attending uh, Calvary Temple. Uh, pastor was uh, J. Don George, and uh, there in Irving, Texas, and uh, my dad and mom were serving in ministry there, and I was in the children's church one Sunday morning and uh, gave my life to the Lord. I re- still remember my father water baptizing me there in the baptismal, and uh, that was a special moment in my life. And uh, But yeah, from an early age, I just had that sensing that there was a purpose and a calling from the Lord on my life, and uh, I do recall somewhere in my teen years, maybe around 13 or 14, um, one day I just got really inquisitive about it personally. And I just, I was playing with some friends and I decided, you know what, I'm just going to break away for a minute because I, I just was on my mind. And I went up into my room, closed the door, and I just prayed a simple prayer. God, are you calling me to ministry? And it was like a simple answer back from God. Yeah, I'm calling you to, hmm. to ministry and uh, you're going to pastor, you're going to preach the word. And I said, okay. And then I went right back out of the room and went and played. <laughs> and, and But I just knew in my heart uh, that that was something that, that the Lord you know, was leading me to. Wow, that's pretty amazing. And Pastor Paul, you know, there, there's a, a few things here. You, you started in worship ministry as a child. You were yes. saved at eight years old. You're called to the ministry as a, as a young person. Um, it's almost like the living, breathing representation of that scripture to come to God and have the faith like a child. Um, for so many people who feel like faith is complicated, you know, God is complicated. Christianity is complicated, and yeah. and it's so difficult to understand. Um, and people that kind of disqualify children a little bit. You know, mm-hmm. how many churches do you see today that have a twelve year old on the drums? I mean, right. that's that's an anomaly. You know, there's not a whole lot of of churches that probably do things that way. What what would you say about the importance of a coming to God and as as a child with faith as a child and number Two, in understanding that children can also experience God. Well, there's no doubt that children can experience God. Um, I'm a living testimony of that, as we, as I've shared. And really, faith is simple. I think religion complicates the matter, and that that's an issue for me in ministry today. That I really try to make a point to help people understand the difference between religion and an actual relationship, a faith-based relationship with God, because it's it's real. It's like you and I sitting here together having this conversation right now. It's just, it's it's you and me. We're having this conversation. It's the same thing with our relationship with God. It is a simple, childlike faith. It's, it, you know, I think about my children in their, in their earlier ages. Um, they would just come and jump in my lap, you mm-hmm. know. It didn't matter what I was doing, sure. you know. I was involved in ministry through, the, through all those years. And there were times when I was doing ministry things and it it might have been, quote unquote, inappropriate for my child to just come jump in my lap at this moment. But, I mean, they didn't know that. Oh, my kids are all about inappropriate. Yeah. So, I mean, (laughs) hey, you know, there's no boundaries there. It's just this is my dad. Mm -hmm. You know, and in the same way, we really uh, a true relationship with God should look a lot like that. Just just that simple hearted, just overwhelming, just joyful love and in, in relationship with, with our Heavenly Father. Well, maybe David said it best that I will become even more undignified than this. And and, yes. and that's that's what I think of when I think of my kids. You know, I said they, they have no inhibitions of, <laughs> of just, you know, having 
uh, hey, dad, what are you doing? You know, yeah. and, and yeah. you're like, well, I'm trying to do something that you need to kind of be over there and I need to be. <laughs> but but that's 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 faith, like you said. Yes, and and absolutely. I think you're right when you say we can complicate that with religion. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and not only did you come to faith and, and a call to ministry and all of these things at a very young age, but 19 married <laughs> at 19 and and your wife was 17. Yes. Is that correct? My goodness, um, Pastor Paul. I, I, I mean, I believe in miracles, but here you are, twenty-one <laughs> years later, and wow, that's a pretty phenomenal Let me testimony. Tell you, I, I want to just share this with you. I, you know, the way Trina and I actually came into relationship is 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 a special story for me, and I, I like to tell it. I was uh, playing drums one Sunday morning uh, on the praise team. I was fifteen. Now, uh, this is this is how it started. And uh, I had previously met Trina um, when she was younger, like about 11 years old. But at that time, I mean, I really wasn't, you know, into girls and all of that, you know. So I, that that phase of my life hadn't hit yet. But uh, I had met her then and never thought twice about her. We never really connected or were around each other. But then all these years later, I'm up here playing drums, 15 years old, and in walks Trina. And she looks gorgeous, you know. She's just beautiful, and I'm thinking, wow, you know, there's Trina. Then I double take, and, and I looked again, and and I'm not kidding you, Micah. The Holy Spirit spoke to my heart so clearly. He said, "You're going to marry that girl," and wow. I thought, this is crazy. You know, here I'm 15 <laughs> years old. If I said this to anybody, they're going to think, "Yeah, right, settle down, yeah, fella." You exactly. know, but I knew the voice of God, and He spoke so clearly. He said, "You're going to marry that girl." And uh, so needless to say, to say now at that time I was 15, I wasn't even allowed to, you know, date or have a boy, sure. a boyfriend, girlfriend type of relationship or anything like that. But my mom always said, look, when you're 16, you can, you can start that. And, uh, and so I remember as I was approaching my 16th birthday, I, I spoke to my mom and said, you know, Hey, I'm interested in Trina. Can you help me put some words together on, on, <laughs> you know, engaging her, you know, to be boyfriend and girlfriend and all that. But that's how that wow. began just a knowing Pretty in my amazing. heart that God was really connecting us. And, uh, we, we were together for three, uh, three years before, uh, the marriage, uh, point came and, uh, we knew. We knew as we were uh, entering into marriage that God had a purpose sure. for our marriage beyond just marriage, that there was a calling on our life. And, and God really spoke to our hearts that we were a team, mm-hmm. that he'd called us to be a team together in ministry. And it really has panned out that way all these years later. We're absolutely a tag team. I couldn't do what I do in ministry without training. I'm so grateful for the provision of the Lord that he has given to me in Trina. She's phenomenal help to me. And 21 years later, they are Paul and Trina Daniel, the pastors of uh, Spirit of Life Worship Center here in San Antonio, Texas, uh, on the northwest side of town. And uh, you mentioned it was at 16 that this whole relationship began, and you went to your mother. But uh, at 16 years old, you also had a a, a pretty significant blow, as, especially as a, a young man, yeah. uh, in the in the loss of your mother. Can you know, I think a lot of people, we, we gloss over things like that and we mm-hmm. say, you know, oh, God's per- peace is perfect, you know, and, and yeah. uh, all, all that kind of stuff. And, and not that any of those things are wrong, but but there's right. a very real experience, I'm sure, oh, going through the loss of a parent. And, sure. and uh, talk about what that was like for you in, in specific in holding on to, uh, to Christ through that situation because a lot of people lose their faith. Oh, yeah. It, it really... 
that was a, a an earth-shaking moment in my life, especially as a 16-year-old young man. And, and I was a mama's boy. I, I love my mom. She was everything to me. And um, especially at that particular phase and season in my life, I was in a in a in a, a season of transition maturity wise. I was really just beginning to grow up a little, if you if you will. And um, you know, there were some special things happening and then all of a sudden it was just out of nowhere. You know, there was this complication with a blood clot in, in, in my mom's leg that nobody saw coming and wow. one thing led to another and decisions were made that, that were really probably medical decisions were made that probably shouldn't happen. But one thing led to another and two weeks later, my mom was gone. Nobody saw it coming. And, and it was right before Christmas. So that added Mm -hmm. even more to it. There was Christmas gifts she had already bought and wrapped for us. And Christmas that year was just, uh, just a uh, undescribable. I don't, I can't even put that into words, but, um, it really affected me, but it, the good thing that happened out of it though, Micah, is that it, it, I found that it drove me deeper into my relationship with God. I, I really had to draw on my relationship with God in a new way that I had never experienced before because I was experiencing pain and loss and, and the grief, you know, I had never gone through that experience like that before. And so it really drove me into a deeper place in my relationship with God. And actually what's interesting is my mom, she played the, the piano and she was a worshiper and she had that mantle and that anointing for worship on her life. And as she had, after her passing shortly after that, the Lord really began to stir and well up within my spirit a longing to express a deeper level of worship. And, you know, the beauty uh, that I see in that, in that time frame in my life is that there was a transition of that mantle from my mom's life in her passing onto my life, kind of like Elijah and Elisha. And the Lord spoke that to my heart. He said, I'm giving you a double portion of the anointing for worship that was on your mom's life. I'm putting that on your life. He showed me that several years later, but that's how I began to learn to play the piano and really delve into a deeper level of worship. I had, like I said, I've been playing drums on the worship team since I was 12, but there was this yearning and longing. And that's, that's the kind of the gift that the Lord gave me through, uh, through my mom's life and legacy and ministry. And so pastor Paul, you, you began to move into a, really a, a worship ministry among other things. And uh, you, you got to serve alongside your dad for a, a long time yeah. uh, in ministry. Uh, I, I looked on your on, on your bio and, and it talks about, you know, everything you and Trina did, children's ministry and youth ministry and worship ministry and associate pastors and yes. evangelism. And <laughs> all, all, you, you have this resume of, of leadership. But on, on a more personal note, what was it like to serve with your dad for all those years in ministry and, and – uh, and develop the gift of worship. Oh, it was phenomenal. I, I cherish those days. They, they, I have such wonderful experiences, and and I really, I really cut my teeth in, in prophetic worship and intercession and and the mingling of prayer into that. Uh, together with my dad, he uh, he had started a a um, a ministry called Impact, and it was designed for. 
uh, worship and prayer for spiritual leaders in our city to come together and really just instead of just praying our little agendas to, to really get in an atmosphere of worship, hear from heaven, from the spirit of God, and then pray specifically what the Holy Spirit was downloading. And we had some phenomenal times. I mean, the glory and the presence of God would be so powerful at times. And uh, I cherish those days. In fact, I have a particular recording that I was able to capture uh, during one of those times when uh, where my dad and I are just kind of bouncing off each other in this in this kind of prophetic flow and worship and prayer thing all together. It was really cool. And uh, sometimes I go back and listen to that and just reminisce of the good days that we had together. So worship ministry, Pastor Paul, um, is is obviously uh, paramount to you and and who you are as as a as a pastor. Absolutely. Um, obviously, it's it's there in the name of Spirit of Life Worship Center. You Absolutely. Know, so there, it's, it's there in the name of the church as well. But a lot of people may not know that you've actually written over 60 songs. Um, yes. You've been, the Lord has, I guess, put that mantle of a psalmist on you where you, you can you can kind of hear his heart or, or speak back to him in, in, a, in a song format. Um, is there anything, any particular song that you've written that, that means something significant to you any i hate to call them favorites because you, you wrote all of them but yeah. <laughs> at the same time there's there's uh some that we have uh i guess a greater uh, a greater bend towards or it was written in a specific season is there anything like yeah. that for you yeah. that was that was kind of significant i would say probably probably the song that had the most impact in my life it's a song called sweet heaven and I was I was really going through a challenging season in my life spiritually. And, um, you know, I I just was at a place where, you know, you go through those some of those times when when you're in the valley and discouragement's just trying to creep in on you. And you just like, God, where are you? And 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 I wrote this song called Sweet Heaven. And it was just really me pouring my heart out and saying, God, if I can't see you with my eyes, I can still know. I still know that you never, you'll never leave me, you'll never forsake me, and I'm gonna hold on to your hand. That that was the message of the the song. I'm just gonna hold on to you, and I know that you're gonna hold on to me. And um, just just a just a pure, just abandoned trust in God, no matter what it looks like around me. And that song has really encouraged me mm-hmm. through through many. Uh, many of those times and seasons in my life when discouragement tries to come, I just, I'll come back to that place. Lord, this is where I want to be right here with you. Sweet heaven. It's it, what, what is sweet heaven to me being in your presence and knowing that you're here with me, no matter what's going on. And so that, that, that probably is one of the most special songs of the Lord. So pastor me. Paul, I want to put you on the spot. Is there a particular line from that song that you can sing just that one line for us so we can get a, a feel for it? There's a there's a line in the song that goes like this. I'll trust your hand guiding me even when my eyes can't see. My heart rests in perfect peace knowing you are here with me. Oh, it's beautiful. This is Pastor Paul David Daniel of Spirit of Life Worship Center here in San Antonio, Texas. He's a worshiper, he's a pastor, and uh, he leads the congregation at Spirit of Life 
Worship Center. And so let's talk about Spirit of Life, Pastor Paul. Um, You've got a a lot of great things going on over there, um, but but the church is still in its infancy. Um, Talk about that experience of launching out uh, and and starting this new work. Well, you know, I, I watched my dad. Uh, pioneer church from the ground up as a as a kid like I said we moved here when I was 11 and and he started from the ground up in in the house and uh let me tell you I had no desire whatsoever to to launch especially a having seen it <laughs> yeah I mean you know in fact um you know being a part of my dad's ministry for so many years I we 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 thought you know I would just kind of succeed my dad in ministry at some point um we were a part of that ministry all through the beginning uh, through through all the years, and so I I had no aspirations of starting anything brand new. I thought I'm going to step into a pre-established ministry. So when that transition happened in our life, and we came to this point when the Lord spoke and said, "This is what you're going to do," I was like, "Okay," because <laughs> I I knew what was entailed and what was involved. Um, and so yeah, uh, it was uh, it, it was an, an adventure from the beginning, and it still is. But I will tell you, God is faithful. Micah, I mean, when God calls you to do something and you do what you do in obedience to the direct, uh, to the direct, uh, to the direction of God, there's, there's no way you can fail because he's going to provide everything you need. He's going to make a way where there seems to be no way. And God has absolutely been faithful in that way to us. That's excellent. And, you know, there's a, there's a mission statement at, Vision of Life uh, Worship Center, Pastor Paul. That's that's just simply freedom in Christ. Yes. Um, talk about that. Where where does that piece come from? Why is that so significant to who you are? Well, you know, I I tell you, you know, as a as a kid that's just grown up in the church world all of my life, um, I, I really I had my fill of what I call religion. Sure. You know, and I, I really I, I came to a place in my walk and my journey with the Lord where I, where I finally began to see clearly the difference between religion and true faith in Christ. And what I experienced as I began to allow the Holy Spirit to kind of just sever that religious aspect to my faith out of my life. And I began to really engage in that new fresh relationship with the Lord the way I believe the word of God really instructs that we should have I just began to experience the freedom that I had never experienced all my life I mean we would always talk about you know the joy and the freedom that comes as a relationship with God but I really realized that I wasn't experiencing that until that time when the Holy Spirit began to just do that work in my heart and so I realized that that was really a main focus that the Lord was giving us in ministry is that everything we do at Spirit of Life Worship Center is aimed right there we want people to experience freedom in Christ whether you're a brand new believer coming into the body of Christ or whether you've experienced a lifelong journey in in the church world there there is there is more uh freedom to experience in Christ because what happens and you know the word of God talks about it that we we go from glory to glory and really what that means is that we go from revelation to revelation in the word of God. The the Holy Spirit reveals mysteries and truths to us about who God is. And every time the entrance of that revelation and the experience of that glory comes into our life, we begin we become transformed. And in that transformation comes freedom. The word of God is very clear. You'll know the truth 
and the truth will make you free. free. And that's really the basic principle that's behind it. So as we continue to explore and, and discover by the Holy Spirit through the Word of God the truth of who God is, freedom explodes in our hearts and that's what we're all about at Spirit of Life Worship Center, freedom in Christ. And you're hearing about that from their pastor, Pastor Paul David Daniel. And and it's right there in your values, too, on your website. If you look at what you value, people yes. is listed there. Absolutely. Relationships are listed there. Servant leadership is listed there. You Absolutely. know, I think it's so important. And, and talk about how, how you came to these values because uh, so many times we're focused on all of these hyper theological things when <laughs> maybe it's just about people. I don't know. What do you think? Well, you know where I got it from looking at Jesus and you know, Micah, that that's really what church ought to be about. We, what is the church? We are, we are a body of people. We are a body of believers and we are the body of Christ. Christ is our head. Everything we do should be focused on him. And so that's really where we we drew drew our inspiration to to come up with the values that we have listed there. We looked at Jesus. He's about people. He he's he's about servant hearted leadership. He humbled himself. He took uh, he he disrobed himself from all the glories of heaven and came as a humble servant. He didn't come and say, "I'm the king. Serve me. It's right. all about me." He came and said, "It's all about you." In fact, if you don't let me wash your feet. You can't have no part, no part of what I'm here to do. Mm-hmm. And so when I realized that and I looked at all that, I said, that's the kind of church and ministry and leadership that we want to model uh, in, in our ministry. And God has blessed it. We've seen tremendous fruit in ministry as we have uh, really put into practice those values and principles. So if those values and principles are important to someone that's listening right now, they don't have a home church, they're looking for a church. Where can they come? When can they find Spirit of Life Worship Center? When do you meet? Well, we meet on Sundays at 10 a.m. and on Wednesdays at 7 p.m. We are located on the northwest side of San Antonio. We're on Calabra Road uh, just outside Loop 410. It's about a mile and a half on your right-hand side. We're in a shopping center called uh, Calabra Crossing. And uh, the physical address is 8373 Calabra Road. It's Suite 101. And uh, if you're coming from 1604 in Calabria, it's about four and a half miles up, and then we'd be on the left-hand side. Uh, we would we encourage you to come and visit with us and see uh, if Spirit of Life Worship Center is a fit for you. We we we're, we want to love people and minister life to people, but we know that we're not the right fit for everybody. And we we actually enjoy being a part of a bigger picture here. There's so many in the body of Christ uh, and so many churches and ministries. We might be the right place for you. And we want you to come and try and see. Um, but we'd love that opportunity to minister life and, and hope and healing to you. And if you need some more information, check them out on the web at spiritoflifeworshipcenter.com. That's spiritoflifeworshipcenter.com. Uh, you can also do Spirit of Life Worship Center on Facebook right. and find them there or Paul David Daniel on Facebook. And you, you can... You can learn some more about them there. And if you're if there's still a question in your mind, let, let me read to you from from a, a post from one of the members of uh, Spirit of Life Worship Center. It says Paul David Daniel is so cool. He is my favorite pastor, <laughs> favorite preacher, and worship leader. He is unique, one of a kind, humble, loving, pure, caring, faithful, and full of wisdom. He ministers the truth from the Word of God in a simple yet life changing way. I've grown leaps and bounds in the word under his leadership. And that's from none other than the first member 
of <laughs> Spirit of Life Worship Center, his wife, uh, Pastor Trina Joy Daniel. So uh, it's a great place. It's family oriented. There's Absolutely. the word of God is preached. Amen. Amazing worship. All of these things. And so if you're looking for a, a place to worship the Lord, a family of God to be a part of, and you're anywhere close to the northwest side, check out Spirit of Life Worship Center with Pastor Paul David Daniel and his wife Trina and their three uh, amazing kids and the the spiritual family that they have there. Uh, Maybe you would fit right in. Pastor Paul, thank you so much for being with us, and, uh, and God bless you as you continue in the work that the Lord's given you. Amen. Bless you, Micah. Thank you. And thank you for joining us for our Church of the Week feature. Again, it is spiritoflifeworshipcenter.com. If you'd like to visit the web and and find out a little bit more about the church, spiritoflifeworshipcenter.com. Thank you for joining us today for our Church of the Week feature. God bless you and keep listening to The Word in South Texas, AM 630 KSLR. Thank you for joining us today as we featured the AM 630 KSLR Church of the Week. We hope that during this past half hour, you've got a chance to get to know the pastor and learn something about their church. We encourage you to get involved in your local community church. If you would like to nominate your pastor to be featured on an upcoming Church of the Week program, submit your nominations at kslr.com. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.